646, what's news? Quiet quitting. Is that the best solution to solve your work woes? Problems you have at work, etc. So it turns out that Gen Zs are quite guilty of quiet quitting, which is when one basically shows up for work but isn't doing any more than they need to do. And uh, what is the problematic you know, aspect of all of this? Where are the dangers? And is there a good way and a bad way of actually quiet quitting? <laughs> well, let's speak to HR specialist Boniwe Dunster for more. Good morning, Boniwe. Thank you for your time. Good morning and thank you for having me. We know that work is a pressured environment for everybody. It doesn't matter which generation bracket you fit in. Um, but is quiet quitting the best way to go about doing things if you are not happy with where you are or whatever the story may be? Um, it's actually not. Uh, it's always good to have open communication between uh, yourself and your employer in terms of what the challenges are or what enabling environment for you to deliver on your work. Buniwa Kutso here, with regards to what you're just saying now, I mean, if one is going to quite quit, what is the best and worst way to do the bare minimum? I mean, quite quitting is an act of self-preservation, uh, right? Sure. The best way is for someone to actually do what is expected of them, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, we often have KPIs or performance objectives that we need to meet in our job. Mm. So do what is required of you, right? And that would be the best way. Because what really uh, enables quiet quitting is when employees are really overworked. A lot is expected of them. You know, they normally say, uh, you know, especially during tough economic times, you need to do less with more, mm. right? But what actually needs to happen is that employees need to start recognizing and compensating employees for going the extra mile, which yeah. is something that is not really common in all workplaces. I mean, just this, this research uh, also hones in specifically on Gen Zs and, and how they're playing it. I mean, it, does, it, does it suggest that Gen Zs or those born in the 90s are not really um, people that are reliable <laughs> in the workplace, that they, <laughs> that they come with all sorts of drama? Hey. <laughs> I don't think that it's them being unreliable, but I think they're just changing the narrative around, you know, work environment, yeah, right? Yeah. And so they think of people being very loyal, you know, the, uh, you need to appreciate the fact that you have a job in circumstances and the conditions. I think for me, they're trying to say, you know what, we are all here to benefit, whether as an organization or as a career-driven individual. But how do we make sure that we meet each other halfway? So invest in me and recognize me for all the, the hard work that I do. Don't always be taking away from me because then, you know, it breaks the, you know, the boundaries that people have created. It makes people to take more out of their family times. And they're saying, no, recognize that we also exist over and above, you know, the work environment. And if you want me here for, for longer, hmm. please compensate me for longer. Absolutely. Yeah, no, totally. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with um, having a sense of, um, I wouldn't say rebellion, but really standing up for what is, what is right, mm-hmm. right? But also, let's just do our jobs properly, even if you're not happy in the work you're in. Boniwe, thank you so much for your time. Boniwe Dunster is an HR specialist. And uh, just part of this conversation is what we asked you earlier. Uh, some of the signs that you or someone you know is no longer interested in a job. What do they do? Mm-hmm. And what did you do when you got to that point that you're no longer interested in a particular job? Did you stop actually performing while you were still working for that company? Send us your comments, 60